breaking news today. Did Britney Spears' lawyer compare her to a comatose patient? It reportedly happened in court yesterday after a judge asked attorney Sam Ingham to have his client sign a declaration of her feelings towards the conservatorship. Ingham said she lacked the capacity to sign such a document, likening her to a comatose patient. Britney's lawyer also told the judge she does not want to perform again, but that her father, Jamie Spears, is intent on resuming her career. Meanwhile, Britney does have a mystery project in the works. She posted this lingerie pic yesterday with the caption, Red coming soon. Well, she might not want to perform again, but Sibley, you got someone who does, right? Mario, the Spice Girls have sold 85 million records worldwide. And last year, the group reunited for a concert tour, but Melanie C., a.k.a. Sporty Spice, says they are not done yet. Everyone wants to know the follow-up. There is no way on earth you can't do that again. You know, that has to happen again. And I think, like, post-COVID, we need it. We need to spice up our lives. We are hooking up quite soon. I think we need to make good plans so we can have something positive in the future. Believe it or not, Mel C almost didn't have a future with the Spice Girls. A fight with Victoria Beckham nearly got her booted from the group. What was that like? Because obviously you guys are all good. We are the most dysfunctional family unit. <laughs> I think it was 1995, so no one knew who the Spice Girls were. It was way before Wannabe. And yeah, we had a little fallout and I got in trouble. Um, but yeah, that's all water under the bridge. <laughs> The girls went on to share many memorable moments together, their royal run-ins, like this one with young Prince Harry topping the list of our favorites. Wow, I mean, the things you get to do as a pop star, it is just ridiculous. One of my favorite royal memories is being invited for the high tea at Highgrove, where Prince Charles lived, and we had cucumber sandwiches, and Mel B was still hungry, so um, Prince William made her some peanut butter on toast. <laughs> so many people can say that. <laughs> because it was so cute. It feels like there's a lot happening here, and it was. <laughs> I think that was 1997. I think that was a worldwide performance. I think we were in Manchester in England, and that was the um, maybe infamous night when um, when Jerry pinched a certain royal bottom <laughs> and left some <laughs> lipstick on Prince Charles's cheek. I mean, talk about breaking protocol. Jerry says it was a pet. Was it a pet or a pinch? Do we know? I mean, whatever it was, it was all kinds of wrong. <laughs> it was the 90s. It was a different time. Ah, <laughs> oh, the 90s, a simpler time. Well, her new album, <laughs> self-titled Melanie C, is out now. All right, what do we got over there, Hoover? All right, I absolutely love this next couple. Brooklyn Decker and tennis pro Andy Roddick. They've been married since 2009. They have two young kids together. Right now, they're quarantining with Brooklyn's parents in North Carolina, which has provided plenty of ammunition for the upcoming Andy Roddick roast. What are we going to get out of this night? I say all the things I've always wanted to say to my husband in the name of charity. Andy, what's going to be the target? Like, what's the easy thing for her to come after on you? There's a, there's a lot. I, I, I think... <laughs> Under this hat. Yeah, I was going to say, it's probably something to do with that. Andy's hair might be one target, but Brooklyn won't be the only one taking aim. Also joining the lineup are Peyton Manning and Andy's ex-girlfriend, Mandy Moore. I had hit songs and hit movies, and Andy hit a ball. We sent requests out to really incredible people who are part of this lineup. 
she was the first one to come back and say yes. She was such a good sport. Apparently she's got some stuff to say. She's got stuff to say, and she taught me a few things that were incredibly disturbing. They're all great sports, and Brooklyn jokingly admitted to resenting Mandy a bit because she dated Andy for a couple of years when she was 18. I still harbor anger towards Mandy because she got his good years. You know, like, she got... She got like the U.S. Open championship. She uh, she got the good stuff. Brooklyn and Andy were also great sports, and we challenged them to a round of our couples uncensored. Biggest pet peeve about one another. I think you're going to say that I uh, like procrastinate and I'm like take my time and wait till last minute to do everything. That would be a one very, very clear number two. Um, <laughs> number one, I think is. Uh, general maybe messiness and not That's picking so up. so rich coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the most romantic? God, I don't know that the other one of us is. <laughs> no, we're not. That's why your marriage lasts. Who says sorry first? I say sorry first. Oh, in arguments, yeah. Who has the best sense of humor? Me. <laughs> <laughs> she's, al she's also the most humble. Me. Don't you just love that couple? No love, a roast of Andy Roddick. We'll live stream Sunday at 7 p.m. Central, and it's all going to benefit the Andy Roddick Foundation. All right, Scott, you know I'm a dancer. What do you have for me? I got a beat and an eight count. You ready? <laughs> ready. <laughs> just kidding. No, these guys are pretty fantastic. They're called the Waffle Crew, and they first became pretty popular with their subway dancing. Well, then they made it big on the AGT and the semifinals. Well, now they're telling me they're bringing all that light back to New York City. How did you come together? We all met through like subway dancing, but before the subway dancing, we used to battle each other at like events that they used to have like downtown in Manhattan. We're all unique. We saw something greater than within ourselves, so we didn't think about our personal dancing. We thought about what we can do as a collective culture. This is a team, a brotherhood that we've been together for ten years. If you don't have confidence in your brothers, then what's the point of being together? confidence and brotherhood led the waffle crew to the semifinals of agt after securing simon cowell's first ever golden buzzer for a dance group i want to give you a little head start here what would you say to those contestants that are maybe following in your footsteps stay grounded on what you want to do the first impression is very important so let people know who you are and what you're trying to do with yourself what's the next thing you want to do now you want to start a dancing center so you can keep kids off the street Wow. Music, fashion, whether it's art, we just want to show yeah, them like it's different outlets. My next goal is to land a movie for Waffle. I think people will really get amazing experience just from watching a movie based off our journey. But here's my question, though. Will y'all play yourselves? For me, I want Michael Rainey Jr. to play me. That's Tariq from Power. Tariq <laughs> is a hard-headed dude. He'll play my part perfect. Okay. <laughs> I would like to play myself, but if I had to choose, I'll, I'll choose Terry Crews because he's big. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, can you do this? Can you do this? Yeah, you can. Uh, you can't see it. I see it. I see it. I still can't quite get it. Can you do it, Mario? You got it. Well, not exactly like Terry Crews, I can't. All right, well, next up, a solo road trip ends in a disappearance in a vandalized car. So, where is California missing mom Erica Lloyd? Her best friend shares her fears with Zuri. We'll be right back. Look at what God has given us. We are strong. 
the strength of the nuts. England is at war. And I will fight to protect our people. I wish you'd be a wife instead of a soldier. But then I'd be someone else. Men and women of England, I promise you, I will never stop fighting. Ranger after that. It was vandalized. 
then finding out that the car had left the park, but they cannot identify if it was Erica Lloyd driving the vehicle out of the park. They do have her driving in the park on a different day, which shows that she was there. But, you know, the damage on the car is like, take your breath away, awful. There is a major hole blown through the front of the car, completely damaged. When you see the car, it just, there's no way that she could have done that to her car. The strength that it would take to just destroy her car like that, and then it had gotten in an accident, it leaves me with questions of, did someone make it look like she was the person that drove the car up? Did someone else drive the car up? Did someone do something to her? Because we would have found her by now. And to say no foul play, I don't understand that. Erica also apparently mentioned two men she had met while camping, who no one has been able to identify. She mentioned two names, Christian and James, are holding my campsite. We have no clue who Christian and James are. There are no records of that that we can find, or the police in her phone, which is alarming. They did find a campsite. Her belongings were found, but no Erica. Is there any chance? Um, that Erica would have done something like this of her own free will? No, absolutely not. That is extremely out of her character. You know, she loves her son more than anything in the world. I just feel concerned that someone did something to her and that it was covered up and it was made to look like she was solo. And that's concerning because we need her home. Her son needs her home. Her family is devastated beyond belief. And, you know, it's been, it's been a while. Um, she would have come home by now. Anyone with information on Lloyd's whereabouts is urged to contact the San Bernardino Sheriff's Department. All right, Mario, what's coming up? All right, well, Sibley's here to continue our soaps week. Next up, meet the hottest newcomers to the soap scene. Plus, Tyler Cameron is revealing all about his complicated relationship with Bachelorette Hannah Brown.